This episode of Tinderella Tales is brought to you by Pucker. We know this year has been hard for all of us, so we'd suggest putting on the kettle and finding some time to unwind with Tinderella Tales. We'll be trying out Pucker's organic day-to-night collection with ginseng matcha green, turmeric gold, revitalise, after dinner and night time. I don't know about you, but I could do with a spring in my step, so I'll be opting for a nice cup of ginseng matcha green. Put your feet up and enjoy a combination made by the gods. Tinderella Tales and a cup of tea. This episode contains strong language and themes of a sexual nature. You've been warned. Bonjour, Tinderellas, Tinderfellas, and everyone else. Welcome to Tinderella Tales, the podcast that aims to help you navigate the insane world of online dating apps just a little bit safer while you do the one thing that your mother always told you not to do, talking to strangers from the internet and then even worse, meeting up with them. Uh, I'm your host, Geordie, and I am joined today by the lovely Ellie, my bestie and inspiration behind this episode. Thank you for joining me today. Hiya. <laughs> I'm just suddenly thinking what have I got myself into <laughs> so just to give a background um, Ellie and I have been friends since we were in school we've been there through first dates relationships and heartbreak so I thought who better to have as my first guest on this brand new and exciting podcast there's also another reason that I asked Ellie to come on here today and that's because she is my we've titled her the tinder godmother uh, if there ever was such a thing um so this right here is the woman who introduced me to tinder and thus the world of online dating while ellie is now what many of us would consider as a tinder success story she's uh being engaged to a previous tinder match her lovely boyfriend fiance even matt um i just wanted to take some time to throw this back to talking about like the good old days and ellie's tinder experiences first of all I feel like that's a lot of pressure on me, Geordie, blaming all of your experiences on me making you download Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I should get all the blame for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I say you're my gender godmother because you're the person who, when a relationship went south very quickly and I was very unhappy, your advice was... Um, well, yeah, I can't really say it on, on microphone, <laughs> but it's not the healthiest of advice, let's put it that way. <laughs> so it works though. <laughs> it, well, it's you know, it's resulted in a, a, a lot of fun stories and um this podcast ultimately. <laughs> Very true. There you go. I will take some blame and some uh, recognition. <laughs> <laughs> you are the creative inspiration behind my FMP University project. <laughs> Woohoo! I hope you get a good pass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to jump right into some questions for you. Um, so first up, when did you start using Tinder? So, uh, oh my God. So I started using Tinder like basically a year after it was created so it was really like basic so really fresh. yeah so I think I would so I was living with a boyfriend until I was like 19 uh so once we broke up that's when I that's when I got on tinder so that was seven years ago that's when I was on tinder wow that's insane <laughs> I know that's <laughs> mad isn't it and yeah, then that's... I was only actually I was only on it for like two two years and that's when I met my fiance. <laughs> I thought you were going to say oh, six weeks then I was like wow you were really busy in that time <laughs> well that was me feeling bad enough that I managed to get all this experience on tinder in basically a year and a half but two weeks that would be even better that would be really <laughs> impressive that would be some like cramming it in real fast and everything <laughs> definitely cramming it in yeah so, <laughs> no pun intended oh jeez sorry I've already lowered the tone I mean, that was anticipated from the start, I think, having you on here. Yes. Um, so how would you describe like the general atmosphere on Tinder at that time? Like, as in how what what were people looking for? What was their demeanour like? How did they tend to conduct themselves? Stuff like that. So, I feel like it was a mixed bag. I feel like a lot more of it was actually guys and girls wanting to go on dates and stuff. Like, I don't like hearing now. I feel like it's all about like just hooking up from what like my, my single friends mm-hmm. have told me and stuff that it's all just about like the whole you up messages and things like that and hookups and things like that whereas back then I say that like it was like 50 years ago <laughs> it was all about like hi how are you doing would you like to go for a date like it just it seemed different back then it was all 
obviously you would still have the few people that did just want to use it as like a hookup thing but I think it was significantly more actually like dating and actually wanting to find boyfriend and girlfriend yeah Uh, that's the kind of vibe that I got from like people who were OG tinder users and stuff like that I feel like when they talk about it it's a very different atmosphere to what it is like even I mean it's been what a year and a half since I've been on tinder now um and even in that time it's changed a from the, the beginning when you were on it to when I was on it a year and a half ago yeah for sure. Like a very different atmosphere so mm. there's, there's not really I don't feel like there's the same kind of people on there who are looking for genuine dating it is just so immediate and such like a fast-paced it's yeah, kind of like turning into straight grinder isn't it it's like yeah you know, I mean, when I say that yeah like it's yeah. very much like you're close to me so let's go I mean, I've not used Grinder, obviously. <laughs> Me neither, but from what I've been told, as a straight female, it's not really my jam. But um, but from what I've heard of of Grinder and everything, it's like it does seem to be very much like great. You're within a two mile radius of me. Let's go, bam! Let's do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like it is going that way. But equally, like looking into a lot of like doing research on Tinder, um, it is you know it's purely based on proximity geographically mm. it's not supposed to be based on other you say uh, that because every guy that I ended up going on actual dates with lived really far away from me I don't know why I I think I didn't quite I remember there being a radar but I didn't adjust it I don't think because no 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 I remember you telling me though um your advice to me was set your distance thing on it to further away than 20 miles from you because otherwise we just end up dating guys we went to school with and no one wants to do oh. that that that's probably what it is then because I just I always went for guys that lived like a good journey away and I didn't even have a car at that point so I expected them fully to come to me all the time (laughs) well they have to pull out all the stops and make a good impression for the first date for sure although speaking to Matt now it is a lot of him saying that Matt's your fiance obviously and it's a lot of him saying thanks for letting me know well I clarify (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know okay true true it's a lot of him saying he spent the first, what, two years of your relationship driving pretty yeah, much. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I only actually got a car when we decided to live together. <laughs> That's when I actually decided to start driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next question I had for you as well was, um, so when you were on Tinder, was it just exclusively Tinder you were using or were you kind of, I, in my questions here, I wrote, were you straddling across a couple of dating apps? I do not know what I was thinking with that. Choice of words. <laughs> no, I was not straddling any other dating. I don't even think any other dating exa- apps really existed back then. I um, think it was a thing. No, but it wasn't an app. It was a website. Yeah. Oh. Or it wasn't a app I remember because I th- I remember my friend saying oh you should get on Puff and I was like oh no like it's not it's on the computer I don't want to do that that feels like <laughs> a bit sad it, it made it feel like such an old people's thing I think. yeah it did it thing. felt like I was like sorry I didn't cut you off but it felt like I was like going like an actual online dating tinder just felt like a bit of like it was like a fun cool app whereas plenty of fish was like an old style like almost like getting a um yeah like getting a letter out in the newspaper or something and putting (laughs) one of those lonely hearts ads yeah it felt like a lonely hearts ad going on path but obviously I know it's completely different now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that's the thing as well like to think about with in terms of um like app-based dating as opposed to online dating how different the user interface it makes the whole experience feel like having it as an app rather than a desktop website makes it a lot more approachable to like a younger market I'd say yeah for sure yeah definitely because I definitely didn't fancy down like doing it on the website (laughs) also I feel like my mum would have known if I turned it on (laughs) oh no I didn't even live at home at that point I don't know why she didn't know She's got some kind of inbuilt radar. She just knows when, oh, Ellie's on POF right now. I don't know. I, just, I remember looking at my friend's POF and it was all just seemed to be like older people as well. It wasn't like our age. Have you? So you've never used POF then? No, never. I've looked at my friends. I've played on my friends before. <laughs> I remember I used POF at, I can't think when, like, I don't know, maybe two years ago or something. And someone said to me, oh, if you're sick of Tinder, use POF because everyone in there is just looking to get married. And I was like, at that point in my life, like, that was 
it sounds mad saying it now but that was where I was at yeah <laughs> and so I was like great this will be amazing and mm. then after like three weeks on POF and a couple of dates I was like this is an actual shit show <laughs> they all want to actually marry me and I don't like that so the next thing I was going to say as well um was um when you were using like dating apps what were your aims for it or um like were you going in with the intention of like I want to meet the love of my life or were you kind of just going in like hey this is fun everyone else is doing this let's see what it's about so different points of my tinder journey had different (laughs) goals so when I first downloaded it obviously I was quite fresh from living with my first long-term boyfriend so I was very much like I'm just gonna like I'm 18, 19, I'm never going to be this cute. I'm never going to be this person <laughs> again. So I need to, and I've settled for the past couple of years, I need to get out there and actually like enjoy my life a little bit. So I was very much just like going on multiple dates and using and abusing men, you know. And, wow. <laughs> you know, kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. So, Tinder it was good for that although saying that I say that it was very much not hookup culture and then there's me who was using it for hookup culture but then actually I remember getting kind of told off by a guy for saying how I was kind of just like wanted like a friends with benefits kind of situation he was like yeah I'm not on this dating app for this and I was like that's mad because I feel like now everyone on tinder is just that's what they assume you're on there for Exactly, but he was literally like, no, I'm actually, if you're not serious about finding someone, then don't be messing around on here. And I was like, oh, okay. I just got a bit told off about it. Slap on the wrist. Yeah, I know, slap on the wrist and stuff. Uh, We'd only been on like a date, so I was like, chill out, mate. Jeez, and he was like on one knee, ready to ask you to marry him or whatever. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'd do that to them. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It took me 26 years to get one guy to do it, so it's enough. But um, yeah, so... And then obviously I did kind of get a bit bored of like just meeting up guys and going on kind of one day and then, you know, not finding anything more than that. So I did would look for something a bit more and then I met somebody and we kind of dated for a little while and then he moved to, I don't want to say where he moved to just in case he finds this. So I'm going to no, say he I'm moved free. to some, yeah. Um, so again, back onto the hookup stuff messing around just putting myself out there and then that's when I found that and then I realized oh no I actually really like this guy and oh there you go that's what happened and the free drinks help as well (laughs) (laughs) I never had that I don't think I always ended up being the one paying for dates because I was so adamant that I wasn't going to be that girl on tinder just to go on dates oh the thing is like I was 19 and living in a flat on my own so I was fully fully broke so I would go out on dates and say like I'm really sorry I can't buy anything that's so bad but I would be like please can you buy my drinks because I have no money which obviously they would then entail think we were going to have sex but we didn't always (laughs) actually you say that but I remember having one date where I turned up and like there was I think there was literally like 15 pound in my bank account and we went to present Mm. dinner or something and then it got to paying at the end and I was like so do you want to go Dutch because I can't afford to buy your dinner as well and like this guy was in his like mid-30s or something and he was like don't be stupid I'll buy your dinner for you oh my god so yeah I would just assume that he would be buying it I would just say like I would normally I would buy my own drink dinner but I'm a broke person right now so please can you telling the sob story to get a free dinner (laughs) basically that's how embarrassing my life was wow okay maybe I should think of this you know being a broke student yeah well definitely got to use that to your advantage but don't feel like you have to put out because you don't line up a few dates that's some free dinners there exactly (laughs) don't feel like you have to put out though okay thanks I think so many people think that as well but that's just a dating culture thing that like yeah I don't know if it's specifically our generation or what, but the idea that if someone buys your dinner or drinks or whatever, there's an obligation or implied thing of what's going to happen there. It's like a contract. I was going to say, I'm not transitioning very well in, in between these questions, am I? I'm kind of just like, right, okay, well, that's uh, that's that kind yes. of come to a conclusion. Let's go on to All the right. next question. So I was going to say, the next thing I was going to say to you was that um, like dating apps now are getting a lot of stick for like gamifying dating. Uh, especially with the whole like swipe left and swipe right thing that we see on like tinder i think bumble has it as well never um, even touched bumble you haven't touched bumble no a- oh i did the the 
best the friend thing on Bumble, but never say, like I knew you had Bumble BFF because I got it because you used it. Yeah, when I first moved to a city, I didn't know anyone, so I kind of downloaded that Bumble BFF thing just to make some friends. That worked kind of. I, I don't mean, really talk to any of them anymore, but yeah. yeah. I kind of it sounds really sad, but I just did it because like a lot of my friends had moved away and stuff. Yeah, and so I downloaded it a couple of months ago. And also, like, being in lockdown and stuff, it's hard because a lot of people are scared of seeing you and stuff like that. And yeah. so I downloaded it a few months ago. But honestly, I forget. It's even on my phone. Mm. <laughs> but when you were saying about how apps are turning into a game, like, I feel like whenever you're at, like, a party, obviously not nowadays, but with, like, lockdown and stuff. But if you were meeting up with friends it, and you had a single friend and they were, it usually tends to be a guy they would like give you your phone, give you their phone and you'd kind of swipe yes, swipe no on all these girls that you don't know a single thing about that you're like, oh yeah, she's pretty. Like my friend would get on really well with her. Yeah. And I've done that for loads of friends, like boys and girls, just because like it feels nice to do it. Yeah. And then I don't actually have to date them. It's just nice. <laughs> I don't have to talk to them, but I can say, yeah, you're hot. Yeah, you're not. It, it is-, is funny because, sorry, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say, it is such a thing of, you know, it is a, a, I don't know, attractiveness contest. What's the word I'm looking yeah. for? A beauty show. Uh, yeah, beauty show, for sure. I never, I used to, when I had it, I would read the about me's and stuff. And that's how, what I would be interested in a person. Yeah. Because, like, men don't know how to take photos. They always, like, look terrible in their photos, being honest. But, like, if their about me was really interesting or funny or cool then yeah I would swipe but nowadays I don't know is it about the about me do people care about that I mean I I can't speak specifically because I haven't been on it for like a year and a half now but when I was on it I was always reading the bios and everything and when you get come across a guy who's got you know he's got nothing in his bio and he's got three pictures that's an instant swipe left yeah no he's got no like what's the word no uh personality yeah yeah but I, the thing is sorry i keep I was, cutting you off i just love to talk <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, no no i'm being quiet you speak i was just gonna say i genuinely dated a guy for probably about six months and i swipe i remember swiping right to him because his bio said all my photos of me with drugged up tigers were burnt in a fire Oh, that's good. I just thought it was so funny because everyone on there, they've got like the picture of them with the dog, the picture of them in like Thailand with some drugged up tiger. They've got the picture of them with holding a fish that they've caught. I was going to say holding the big fish. Honestly, the amount of men on Tinder holding fish. It's insane. (laughs) Or one with another guy and you're like, which one are you? You're the hot one or the hot one? And it's always the they put a picture up with the hot friend and it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Cause if you put a picture up with your friend, who's like on the same level as you, then you make yeah. yourself look okay. If you're going to put a picture yeah. up with your hot friend, you're never the hot one in that picture. Exactly. So what I was going to say is um, back when I had Tinder, like years ago, it was very simple. It was literally like right or left. Oh, and then you would have the chat and there would mm-hmm. be the radar on the other side. Now having looked at other people's ones, like there's there's these things like super like and like you can unmatch and chat and there's like a premium account and things like that and I'm just yeah. like no idea what any of that means like I feel like that makes it more like a game like the other day I well not the other day when I say the other day I mean like two years ago when lockdown wasn't a thing we <laughs> it feels like we've been um, long. it feels like it. but I was at hanging out with a male friend at a, like a dinner thing and I was playing on his and I kept accidentally pressing the he had paid for it or something like some weirdo and um I kept accidentally pressing I was at no 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 it was it's not him okay not him no 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 (laughs) did he does he pay for it he did he used to weirdo but no not him uh a different friend who had tinder and i kept accidentally like super liking people and he was getting really like annoyed and a bit anxious about it because he was like they're gonna think that i super like them or think that that's weird or creepy or something and i was just literally like is it cringe oh god i don't know i think i would be flattered if somebody super liked me i don't know like i've had people super like me when i was on it and i was always a bit like oh you're a bit of a wet lettuce or whatever the saying is (laughs) wet white wet lettuce if it's not one it is now 
comes across a bit creepy or a bit cringe or whatever I thought okay I thought I was just like super validation I don't know it it does make you feel like oh I'm extra special because I don't know if you if you pay for it I guess you get more super likes but when I was on it it used to be that you only got one super like a day I think oh yeah I think I vaguely remember that on someone's tinder but but um yeah I kept accidentally super liking people and he was literally like kept saying like I'll stop it you're gonna make it me look like a creep or something he is a bit of a creep but is he actually oh so he hasn't really got anything to worry about then (laughs) just coming no he's not really I'm just being horrible I'm just being horrible (laughs) I helped him did any of his um ones that you super liked did, did they come to anything um, I don't actually know. I doubt it very much because I kept super liking people he would not be interested in uh, at all. Is he dating yeah. anyone? Uh, no, no, he's still perpetually single. Uh, I was going to say, do you know if he is and it, how did they meet? Was it from one of your swipe rights or super likes or whatever? But I would like to think so, but no. I, I have set another friend up on a Tinder date from well no that was bumble actually i was messing around with my friend's bumble and i did like not set her up for a day but i started her talking to a guy and i think she started seeing him before she moved country oh that's pretty exciting i know but she wasn't looking for anything serious and because she was moving away Um, and he wasn't either so basically i just led two people to keep hooking up like (laughs) pretty easy to get two consenting adults to do it hmm Provided some entertainment for her for a bit at least. Exactly, yeah. So I take credit <laughs> for those for that. I know. I was going to say where you when you're at a party and you're um, like playing on someone else's dating apps or whatever. I've definitely done that for my brother because we're like when we used to live near nearer to each other, we were like very much part of the same friend group, and so we'd be mm. a lot, uh, at a lot of the same parties. Um, and I know I've had times where the party's died out a bit and I've been sat on the sofa swiping left and right for him, thinking, like, would I want this person to be my sister-in-law? When the reality of it is, is, like, my brother's, what, 23 now, so at the time he would have been, like, 19 or 20, and I'm trying mm. to marry him off, and he's like, I'm just looking for a good time. That's so funny. Did you <laughs> manage to get your brother laid? I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> I try not to get too involved with his actual... I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say dating life. Dating would imply. No. <laughs> it would imply. That's true. Weird. I can't imagine I'd want to be involved in my sister's, to be honest with you. Although I did set her up with her her husband. I said current husband then, like, she's going to get divorced <laughs> like with her husband. Oh, yeah, I forgot that, that you were. Uh, but that wasn't on a dating app, so not as exciting. No. I just keep forgetting we're doing this and we're just having a nice chat. I know. It's so nice. I feel like we never get catch ups like this. I know, I feel like we should always do. We always just talk on Zoom. You could just be my permanent co-host. We'll just record these every week. I'll do it. We can do it. We'll just <laughs> chat and everyone will get really bored of us just talking away. I was going to say, we'll set it up so that, because um, so Ellie's fiancé, Matt, has got a podcast. Do you want to plug Matt's podcast? Not that I'm expecting my podcast to get big enough that you can plug his podcast. <laughs> Uh, he is the season keepers on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, loads of stuff. Uh, yeah, the season keepers, or you can follow him on Twitter with the season keepers or, uh, clean sheet wipeout on Twitter, on Twitter, season keepers and clean sheet wipeout. But it's all just fantasy football. So if you're not interested in that. So yeah, we could do it that when they're doing theirs, um, we could have all around everyone's podcasting at the same time in separate <laughs> rooms or whatever yeah every sort because when he's podcasting he's downstairs like chatting away and i'm upstairs hiding pretending i'm making no noise so you know works out although we'd be probably be a bit louder than him because what we're talking about is far more interesting i was gonna say i've got to ask you as well um who approached who or sent the first message between you and matt well obviously matt messaged me first i don't think i ever messaged a guy first did you not never you would- no Wow. Back then, back then, like, oh my God, the amount of messages you'd get a day, it would be like a hundred. I would never have bothered messaging anyone. They all messaged you. They were all desperate for it. Oh, I feel like I must have been the ugly duckling on Tinder because I was sending out messages. No. Center. No. (laughs) Well, no, but were you on Tinder when I was on Tinder? No, I was on Tinder. I don't feel like you were. 
what three years ago was when I got Tinder. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, you weren't on Tinder then. That was this was when it was like basic, like everyone was on it, just messaging everybody. That or I'm just saying that to make you feel better. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. Um, you're, like... you're really supporting <laughs> me here. <laughs> so what was I that? had my boobs out in my pictures. That's how I got a lot of messages. Okay. Oh, that's the trick. Okay, I didn't realize we were supposed to post our nudes as our profile pictures. No, was not nudes. Nudes were not allowed. It was just very heavily cleavage. Duh. Implied. Mm, implied nudes. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember what Matt's first message to you was? No, I don't. I feel really bad. Oh, I don't remember. Oh. He oh. said I was talking to him about it, and he said it was probably like, "Hi, how are you?" Which is a bit like oh. boring. I probably had he not been so cute, I probably would have swiped left. Oh, but he's quite an interesting person. I would have thought he'd have something witty to open with. Yeah, you'd think. But that's what he said he probably did. But I can't remember. It obviously was quite good. It obviously made an impact, whatever it was he said. Yeah. I always liked when guys would send, like, ask you questions. What's your favourite movie? Oh, that's such a boring line. You can tell I don't date anymore. But things (laughs) like, I remember one guy asking me if I had, like, a superpower, what it would be. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I find that stuff interesting. Maybe Matt did that. I doubt it. But um, I find that kind of thing more interesting because I actually think about it and you can have a bit of like flirty banter kind of thing. Yeah, like I feel like an engaging question and it has to be like an open question because it was something you can answer yes or no. That's, yeah. That shut the conversation down straight away. Exactly. But, but with a question like that, you're more likely to reply because you want to know what the right answer is as well. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that hooked me. Personally, I'm a really big fan of super cheesy chat-up lines. Really? Yeah. I feel like I should have actually written some down in my notes of what I wanted to say, because I can't think of any of the ones that I've had off the top of my head right now. Like, I love Mm. when they open with horrific chat-up lines. That's that's it. That's bae. When you said cheesy chat-up lines, it reminded me of what I had in my bio. Why? What was your bio? Oh, please tell me. Like... For very briefly, I think I remember having, like, I'm just looking for someone that can get the cheese out of those little cheese packets. What, like, cheese, like cheese single? Fine. I was going to say, I came to yours for dinner the other day. You've got, a, like, an actual proper house now. And I've everything. grown up. I know. That's it. I was not an adult then. And uh, for some reason, I thought that was funny. So that was my <laughs> opening line. So I liked, actually, when guys responded to that. I think that's the thing. If you put something good in your bio, that gives mm. them something to open with. I can't remember what I had in mind. I don't know. I know I always thought I was amazing at writing the bio and like all my like friends who were on there at the same time as me would be like, oh, help me write mine. In fact, I helped my brother write his maybe like six months ago. Um, But his, I put something like, I'm only on here because I don't want to have to use Uber. (laughs) (laughs) My brother's terrible that he uses Tinder like Uber or Airbnb. Like honestly, he Mm. came, so he lives... um, North. I'm secretly homeless, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. He lives just north of London at the moment. And then he came back oh. um, this way in between lockdown one and lockdown two to visit us. And mm. my mum was saying to him, oh, are you staying here tonight? And he was like, no, I'm on Tinder at the moment trying to find somewhere to stay tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so sketchy. If he was a girl, he would be murdered by now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, he'd be... Injustices. He he would be one of those statistics of, you know, some girl who got cut up or something. Oh, for sure. He would have died during a sex game. That's why I'm doing this podcast and everything. Because <laughs> I survived being dubbed. <laughs> oh my gosh, that should be the, like a, a merch for this thing. I survived dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get murdered. Um, have you ever had a guy open with just a emoji? Um, there's a comedian called Taylor, Taylor Tomlinson. Um, hmm. she talks about this guy sent her like a grimace face emoji. A grimace? Yeah. Um, and he said that his people's responses to it tell him more about the kind of person they are than any question he could ask them. So he, that's his opening line. <laughs> oh, I can see that because I would be like, are you in pain? Are you broken? <laughs> and I work in healthcare. So maybe. <laughs> that is a valid question for you to be asking then because if I come back and be like what the heck is wrong with you I don't <laughs> have any kind of means to then deal with whatever is wrong with them <laughs> yeah that's true I'm like nah 
Have you ever had a guy send the opening line as either the aubergine emoji or the peach emoji? That would be immediately like unmatched. Not even funny. It's just stupid. It's just yeah. It's just a bit. I don't want to use the word rapey, but rapey. Yeah. Well, it, well, especially if you put them two together, I would be like, oh, no, go away, you weirdo. That's an instant unmatch. Yeah, for sure. And anyone that's um, I don't even know if you can. Can you send pictures on Tinder? If uh, anyone sent I don't me- think so. You couldn't uh, it. No, you couldn't do it when I had it either. I would imagine it. that if you could, it'd just be a lot of people opening with a, like a dick pic. That's what I was going to say. If someone ever sent me that, I'd be like, Bleh. no. It's like when they always say like, oh, my Tinder app's a bit glitchy. Can we move off the app? Roughly translates as like, I would like to send you inappropriate and unsolicited <laughs> pictures. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, let's go on Snapchat. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know what Snapchat's for. Sending pictures of your breakfast. Exactly. So um, tell me about your most, this is the question I've written, cringeworthy slash hilarious slash traumatizing dating experience. They don't have to all be the same one. Just, I'd oh like. God, to- that would be quite a roller coaster, wouldn't it? What a wild ride that would be. What a wild ride. Um, well, I already talked about my most, like, well, probably not my, well, my worst date was when I was basically got followed home by a guy that had three cock rings. Do I need to elaborate on that one? Or? Don't feel obliged to elaborate too much, but. I mean, I could, I'll summarise. Shall I summarise? Yeah, that would be good. So I've been talking to this guy a little bit on Tinder, obviously, um, and we decided to meet up and go for a drink. And he lived quite far away again. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and <laughs> these guys from school, clearly. <laughs> clearly um so we we met he got off the train and we walked and we went to the pub and we had a few drinks and he kept trying to he was a bit creepy he was very much like you know like domineering like wouldn't really let me talk anything I said was like wrong it was just really creepy vibes um and he kept trying to get me to look in his bag like gesturing towards the bag and stuff and I was eventually like fine I'll look in your bag and he had like three cock rings like varying sizes that is so weird why would you bring that on a first date well why would you bring three is weird for me like yeah. surely one position i don't really understand what was he planning on doing with all three was he gonna layer them up like stacking rings or something i don't even know I, I wouldn't i didn't want to find out i didn't so i said that's cool well done um we're not gonna have sex well just anyway. <laughs> um and then basically we had one drink and I was like, well, I'm going to go because I've got work tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, that's fine. I'll, we'll, I'll call you when I get home. I was like, yeah, the train station's that way. I'm going to go that way. And there was a lot more to this conversation, but basically he started following me. But I would say like the train station's that way. I was talking to him saying like, you're going the wrong way and everything. And he was just ignoring me, like pretending he wasn't hearing me. That's creepy. Yeah. I lived really close to a hospital where I happened to work at the time so I walked I was on the phone to my mum as well didn't tell her I was on a date or anything because she would have lost it with me probably fairly because I was getting stalked by a weirdo stranger with three cock rings but you know and um (laughs) that's probably not the kind of story you'd tell your mum to be honest oh exactly so I was on the phone to my mum I'm like yeah I'm just gonna go drop the biscuits off at the hospital I obviously had no biscuits. I'd just been on a date. I didn't take biscuits to work. But I was like, it's the only thing I could think <laughs> Maybe of. Maybe that's that what you like... should do now. Like, if you ever go on a date, just take biscuits. If it goes well, you get to eat biscuits. If it goes badly, you drop the biscuits off. That is a really good point. If I ever have to go on a date again, hopefully I won't ever have to because I honestly couldn't be bothered. I will bring biscuits with me because I love biscuits. And it's a good mm-hmm. excuse to leave the date if you need to drop them off somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm just going to drop them off to the ward and stuff, mum then he didn't follow me through the hospital which is fine and then I deleted his number and I matched him but basically he was trying to follow me home so I'm glad that I was like close enough to the hospital to walk through the hospital yeah I knew there would be cameras and stuff that's so creepy oh yeah I'm pretty sure that's probably not Prince Charming right there no he's well no I don't know later we got engaged so <laughs> and that's the story of how you met your now fiance. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story of Matt. No, I'm just kidding. That was not the weirdo with the cock rings. Oh, I forgot to say as well, he definitely catfished me. He did he looked hundred percent different to his photo. Oh, creepy. Yeah, I mean I think it was the same person, but the photo was like ten years younger because he was quite old. I think he was like well, I was like nineteen, I think he was like forty or something. He was said he was younger. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't shallow, so I thought I'd still go on the date with him and obviously maybe he's insecure about what he looks like or whatever. But yeah, he was just a bit of a weirdo. 
massive weirdo. Weird. But why three? I just don't understand why we bring three. That is so, almost, so strange. I wish, yeah. I almost wish I'd unmatched him just to ask him why. <laughs> Do you have him on, or would you be able to find him on anything now to just, you know, like, what, six years later, send, six, seven years later, send him a message, why three? <laughs> he'd probably be like who are you <laughs> i've been very lucky i think on dating apps i've never had anything too awfully like uh, considering how dangerous it can be i've never had anyone be that creepy i've never had like uh, i've definitely had people be creepy but i've never been felt like i was in danger other than that time i was gonna say like that's creepy and i feel like you were in danger there but hey yeah. <laughs> That's the only time that I've ever thought that I'm like, I could be in danger here. I've definitely had creepy guys before, but yeah. no, I don't think I've been catfished other than that dude. I think there's so many, like, obviously any any app that brings together a lot of people is going to have all varieties of people. So you're mm. going to get loads of really sweet people and you're going to get loads of really crazy, creepy people. Hi. This is Future Geordie, here to tell you about a new app that's been developed to make navigating the world of online dating a safer environment for you. We've all had those creepy dates. I know we talk about a fair few in this podcast. SafetyNet allows you to link up their app to your dating app so they can access information on your matches. You can input where and when you're going on dates, set a start and anticipated end time, and then all you do is check out when you leave your date. If you don't check back in when your anticipated end time comes, SafetyNet will send a reminder to your phone. If this reminder is not acknowledged, it will then send a message to your designated safety net buddies to ask them to check in with you. Safety net allows you to enjoy dating apps safe in the knowledge that there's another layer of protection there for you when you're doing, as we always say, the one thing your mother always told you not to do, meeting strangers from the internet. You can download safety net now on the App Store, Google Play Store or online at their website. Yeah, like I remember having one who... I hadn't even told him where I worked. I just, I think I must have, he had me on Instagram as well or something. And we talked for a little bit and said like, oh, we might go get a drink or a coffee or something at one point. And then he obviously seen on my Instagram that I worked for, in the name of a well-known coffee shop here. Yeah, we can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And I, so I worked for... (laughs) thanks um so I worked for said coffee shop and he must have seen that on my Instagram because I was on shift one day and he just turns up in the queue and bearing in mind like he lived probably a good 30 40 miles away um and it was a torrential rain rainy day in like November or something and he just turns up at my work in the queue and I was like uh hi what are you doing here and he's like oh I just thought I'd come see you um and he'd ridden the whole way in like ice cold rain on a motorbike. And then I remember you saying that it was, like three hours from the end of my shift. And he sat mm. there for three hours while I was working and then went, oh, do you want to get a coffee? And I was like, you just stood there or sat there <laughs> for three hours, seeing me drinking coffee, standing at a coffee machine. Like the last thing I want right now is a coffee. I want to go home and get into bed in my pajamas. Yeah, anyway, right. I'd be like- pretty sick of coffee at this point yeah um actually you've as you were saying that i just remembered um this one's a bit embarrassing for me i guess actually uh you say about like the whole catfishing thing i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure well i was a bit of a catfish back in the day for sure really like, well no like not actually but like i would always like look really good in my photos and then actually in person put zero effort in you know <laughs> But like, that, not an actual catfish everyone, but like take selfies where on the days they're feeling grotty so mm. All your selfies would be the days that you're feeling like, oh, my hair's amazing. I've got really yeah, cute makeup sure. or not makeup or whatever. But like, I feel really mm. cute today. Or filters and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that's just everyone though now. It's just a, such but, a product of our society these days that everyone puts a billion sure. filters and photoshops and everything. Mm. But I remember one day, one date, I had put like zero effort into my appearance and I was just turning up because I really wasn't feeling it. And I remember, I remember this is back when I was really broke again so I fully was this guy was making buying my drinks and he was my really and getting your best version of yourself oh my god it's just so cringy looking back but obviously like I wasn't in the right headspace I was obviously I was still a little bit heartbroken and stuff and I was just doing it just to, something to do on a Friday night and Nothing um on tv no exactly so I thought I'd gone on a date you know 
And I remember putting zero effort in and looking really awful. And I didn't have any credit on my phone or I didn't have a contract at that point. And I looked at a picture of him before I left the house. And then when I got off the train, because I actually went to this dude, but it was only Weymouth. It was only like a one stop on the train. Oh, geez. When you said you went to this dude, I was like, wow, you were actually pulling out some stops. But no. Well, I, I did one stop on a, on a train. That's Ten enough. minutes on a train. Yeah. I made the effort. So I came to him and I got off the train and I was thinking, I actually forgotten what he looks like. I don't remember what he looks like. So I walked up to this guy <laughs> thinking it was him at the train station and was like, oh, hi, is it? I can't remember his name. I'm going to say that name. Bob. I was like, hi, is it Bob? And he was like, no, sorry. I was like, oh my God. That's so awkward. So I, I know. So I was wandering around just being like, Bob. Bob. It wasn't Bob, by the way. It was something much younger and cooler than Bob. No offense to any Bobs out there. But um, <laughs> and then actually found him, and it was actually him. And I was thinking, like, oh my god, this dude is really hot, like really attractive. He looks far oh, really? more attractive than his photos. Oh, and he I was just thinking, himself. I know he really downplayed himself. And I was thinking, there's no chance that I'm. I don't know, like not to be shallow, but I was like, I look like a zero right now, and this guy's a ten, like. There's no way he's going to be interested. But we went for a drink anyway, and then he had to buy all my drinks. And I was just thinking, like, I wish I'd put more effort in. So then I went, I had a bit of makeup in my bag, just because I had my bag of tricks. So I went and put some more makeup on in the bathroom. So I was like, I have to make a bit of effort here, because he's buying all my drinks. He's like a 10 <laughs> out of 10, and I just look like a slug. I love that <laughs> you turned off on a date and went, oh, crap, he's hot. I'm going to go put makeup on now. Yeah. <laughs> like he yeah. noticed. He Just probably did notice. Halfway through the date, you went from looking like barefaced and everything to full, like, full glam. I, I'm imagining full drag makeup, that kind of level of transition. Well, you did see what I used to wear makeup wise <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> we did not go on a second date. He probably thought, what is wrong with this person? Just turns did, up. Did you hear from him after? Nope. I didn't reach out either. Like, uh, he was hot, but the, the conversation wasn't there. It just wasn't like, more chemistry with your cat yeah definitely i think that's so important like and that doesn't convey at all in like talking over messages or anything at all does it like i've had it before where i've spoken to a guy for like i know three weeks or something because he lived in devon i think it was or something and then he came up to visit me he was from poff so it wasn't really based on location so much but we spoke for like three weeks I think and then he came to visit me and honestly like it's when people say to me like what's your best and worst date I'm like well it's the same date because the actual like premise or whatever of the date was amazing like we went um snorkeling and then went yeah then we went for brunch at like my favorite cafe um and then we went and picked my dog up and went for a really nice walk along um like Lulworth and Dirtle Door and everything and it was so nice but I had more chemistry with my dog yeah (laughs) not good yeah not really so like objectively this would be so good but you've got like the personality of a teaspoon so it's just struggles yeah this would be the perfect date and like kudos to him for planning that but I mean that that is amazing really I've never had a date that's like that much effort well especially seeing as he'd driven from Devon as well and like he he turned up with all the gear for us to go um snorkeling I mean I had like a wetsuit and that was it and it was November so he turned up with like flippers and like hoods and gloves and the masks and everything that's crazy yeah yeah and then we just never spoke but he uh still follows me on Instagram and likes stuff every now and again so I don't know there's that you got a friend on Instagram yeah there you go see if nothing else i gained an instagram follower (laughs) and hit of dopamine every so often when he likes my posts i might try that if i ever have to go on tinder dates again i'll just be like ah this isn't this isn't working but could you follow me on instagram i've genuinely heard people say that like oh uh obviously this isn't going to work out but do you want to follow my instagram because then it's another follower oh my god that's that's weird i would do it because i don't have that many instagram followers well there you go see (laughs) the followers that count (laughs) Yeah, so follow us account, not the dates. No, no. <laughs> so what was your best date? I know you've told me, but... Oh, okay. So uh, my best date was probably with my fiancé, which sounds really lame, but it genuinely was because I didn't... A lot of my dates were literally just going to the pub or having a dinner or whatever. But I think 
with my fiance we've been talking quite a lot online um mm. on like the phone on video call and stuff like that so we kind of already knew each other quite well we arranged to so he was driving down from somewhere up north not very far i don't know why i said it's up north it's, it's really not, not. Really it's up only north. like it's sort of like no. where you were <laughs> Yeah, it's actually like only like an hour and a half. I don't know why I made out like he came from like Scotland or something. Uh, well, he yeah. does, but not for a little not, while. Yeah, not anytime recently. <laughs> not anytime recently. But um, so we'd arranged that he was going to come pick me up and then we were going to drive to Weymouth and we were going to have the spend the day in Weymouth. Just It was a really lovely sunny day. So we were going to chill out on the beach and then play arcade games and things like that. So he came and picked me up in his car. And I remember him like making jokes about, like, I can't believe you just got into a stranger's car. Like, you're going to get murdered. And I was like, well, I've had a good 20 years of my life so far. So <laughs> if you murder me now, then well, yeah. And so we decided to park in the park and ride for some reason. I don't know why. And then we walked down to, oh, no, we got the bus into town. And then we spent loads of time on the beach and in the sea. And he saw my granny pants in the sea. So I think that's how I hooked him. Did you go swimming in the sea in your, in your pants? No, in, in our clothes, but I was wearing a skirt. Oh, okay. So my skirt lifted up and he saw my big pants. Ah, what? It clearly so won him over. That's how, I think that's how I called him, for sure. Yeah, evidently a lover of granny pants. Mm. And we led on the beach and I made like sandcastles on his back as well, which is funny because I can't get him to lie on the beach now because he's ginger and he burns like immediately. I don't understand that because I'm ginger and I like love, well, I don't love going to the beach, but mm. I like no, I don't know. Matt, Matt just, I think you're not as sensitive as Sun, whereas Matt is like massively sensitive to Sun. Yeah. He, yeah, he gets burnt really quickly. But he didn't burn that night, that day. So you must but have. in the way had... you, you guys do sun cream, I'm not surprised. And then we went to the arcade games and we shared a battered sausage and chips back when I ate meat. And then we, by the time we realised that we should probably go home because it's getting late, we missed the bus back. So we had to do the massive walk from the beach to the park and ride. And we just got to know each other even more and talked about that's like our so hopes cute. and dreams and things like that. Oh, that's such a cute day. I know. And then he dropped me off and we kissed at my front door. And I said, Aww. I would have invited him in, but my flat was really messy. and I didn't want him to think I was a slob. That's so cute, though, that like... You you got to spend the like the walk back up to the park and ride because I like I know the area so I know that's quite a walk that's like probably a, like two miles. Yeah, it's a trek. So two so miles we, walking, discussing yeah. life and hopes and dreams and stuff. So by the time we got back to the car, like we really knew each other because <laughs> <laughs> we'd been talking for like good like two months before that as well. This is crazy. Yeah, it was really, you guys nice. really invested a lot in before you even started dating. I know. Well, I've been talking to other guys as well, but oh, oh, <laughs> he probably was talking to other girls. I don't know, but Oof. yeah, I guess you know, keep your options open and whatever. Hmm. Hmm. That makes right. me sound savage, but you know, no, it was good. And then I remember actually, like after two dates with him, I deleted the app. I was like, nah. I found the best. Nothing is going to compare, so I deleted the app. I don't think anyone off Tinder has ever led me to delete tinder like the guy that i'm with at the moment i deleted tinder when we started dating but i didn't meet him on tinder i met him irl in real life i know scary retro how's that even possible i don't know i genuinely i like well to be honest to be fair when we met i didn't think he was trying on i just thought he was trying to be friendly (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i ever met a guy in real life after school I don't know how you would these days, to be honest. No, it's been on Tinder. Or, well, no, yeah, Tinder. I've only ever used Tinder. In terms of like sketchy situations that you found yourself on, on dating apps and things like that, you said obviously that you've had it where the guy followed you home and stuff. Like, is there anything that you think could be kind of advice or things that people could learn from your experiences? So I'm going to sound like such an old lady here. I'm such a mum now. But <laughs> I just think it's really important to make sure that someone knows where you are. Oh, for sure. Like, there were some times when I would go on date. Sometimes I did actually go to other people's houses. So I would like go all the way to Bristol or I'd go to Southampton or something. And I would get there and I think no one actually knows I'm here because I lived alone. I was thinking if something were to happen to me or nobody would know I was here. And that's just so sketchy. You should always make sure that someone knows where you are. Make sure that if you get a dodgy feeling about someone, just go on your instincts. Just don't do the date or don't go back to their house or anything like that. Mm. I saw, I read a bit of a scary, well, I was talking to somebody and she was telling me about how she had someone follow her in the car after she 
finished her date so she drove when you get in the car you're safe because somebody can follow you and then if you follow if you drive back to your house they can follow you back to the house so she said that she did the first thing that she could think of which was such a good idea that she drove to a police station because mm. she was like if i'm at a police station they will know that not to follow me so she did that and i thought that was such a good idea so if you ever get a sketchy feeling that someone's like following you just go to the station yeah that's such a good idea actually because so yeah. many people would be like oh my gosh well i can't go home so where am i gonna go i'll just drive around for a bit or something yeah but then if you run out of petrol or something you're screwed yeah another thing i would say as well is don't do what i used to do and i used to get drunk before i'd go on the date what that's crazy oh, I, I know i know i know i would go i wouldn't get drunk but i would like have a few drinks just to loosen up because i was such an anxious person and i find that back then i would find that if i had a few drinks i'd be more sociable would be more like friendly but then your so in- inhibitions are down so much yeah yeah i know and then i would i would wake up like the next day and i'd be like oh i didn't shouldn't have done that or whatever i shouldn't have gone back with them or i shouldn't have let them come back to my house that's a real worrying one so don't do that and like don't like leave yourself vulnerable as well don't leave your glasses open because there are some people out there that will spike you and they will take advantage i was just gonna say that like i'm always a bit wary when i go to people like if i've been to people's houses or whatever like if we're on a date and then i go to theirs or whatever i'm always a bit wary about like if they give me a drink and stuff as well like Mm. stuff like that even so many times I would go to people's houses rather than go out for dinners or drinks or anything. So it's so much, it's really important to meet in public places. Yeah. I remember having one date that I texted you and I was like, you know, this is the guy that I've met online and I'm meeting for the first time. I don't really know that much about him. For some reason, I'm going to his house. Well, the reason was that there was like an age gap and we were slightly concerned about what people would say. So we met at his house. So I remember texting you and being like, this Mm. is his address. This is his profile picture off of the thing. I think it was like, I kind of just tried to give you a bundle. So if anything went wrong, you'd know who was at fault. were like that's really dodgy isn't it that you basically sent me the information to be like if i get murdered this is who did it honestly that's what uh, i think that's genuinely what i was thinking when i was packaging all the stuff up to try and be like this is who it is it was yeah if i get murdered this is who's done it which is crazy yeah. that i was putting myself in that situation it is crazy isn't it like i would go out and meet these guys that i'd barely spoken to out in into a bar or something at like 11 o'clock at night and i didn't even know who they were just because i was like bored things that we do because of boredom are terrifying oh my god it's just terrifying i would say i would never do that now but if i was single i probably would be (laughs) (laughs) this is the thing it's very easy to go from i would never do that to it becomes normal and you just you normalize things that are utterly crazy for sure i just think if you're gonna do it obviously everyone does it everyone online dates but you've got to do the things to keep your sit make sure you're safe yeah because you like you don't know who you're meeting at the end of the day And if you just go home with a stranger, so much could go wrong. Yeah. If you're really worried about someone as well, do a double date, get them to bring a friend, make it like a social thing. That's a good idea. And then you can bring a friend too. Yeah. Then you've always got someone with you. Even if it's, you know, like just, I mean, it it sounds really sexist to say it, but like as a girl, if I brought another girl with me, I wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, if it went wrong and we had to defend ourselves physically, we could. But Mm. it just gives you like more security than if you were on your own we are more vulnerable as potentially you might want to cut this out because it sounds a bit sexist (laughs) but like if you are meeting a guy who is stronger and probably could do something and you're on your own like you are kind of vulnerable that's the thing and it doesn't like i'm like five foot five Mm -hmm. and i say relatively average build or whatever so like it doesn't take much to overpower someone my size which like when you date like you know even if you're only dating someone who's slightly bigger than you like that's an overpowered situation let alone if you're dating some guy who's like a foot taller than you or whatever but yeah you find it like sometimes like man i do like little play fights and then i'm like oh god i I could actually get hurt here like he is stronger than like he knows he's strong and even if he's doing it as an accident he can be accidentally being too strong and i'm like oh god okay actually this is starting to get like too much it puts it in perspective and suddenly you realize yeah because i was like if you wanted to hurt me you could hurt me yeah i think so often we forget that as well and we just think like oh well i'm fine i'm a fully grown Mm. adult but exactly you have to remember as well that if you're a relatively small human Mm -hmm. and the person you're meeting is not i think another thing to do is to make sure that you're properly like i used to always do facetimes and stuff 
just to make sure that they weren't creepers, like when they weren't pretending to be somebody else. Mm. So maybe like phone conversations and FaceTimes before you actually meet for the first time as well, because you never know. You might be talking to someone who says that they're like someone that's your age, but they could actually be like much older, much... I've never done that before a date. Like I've never FaceTimed anyone before I've been on a date with them. Like if I didn't already know them in person, I would. I think I'd feel like I was asking a lot. But the reality is like if you can't have a phone call with someone, why are you going mm. on them exactly i used to get to know because obviously i would i think part of the reason that i would pick guys that were a little bit further away is because sometimes it takes time to organize a date so you could be like oh well you know before we go on the date should we just have a little chat on the phones get to know each other make sure it's worth traveling down basically yeah and then you do facetimes and stuff because that's the natural natural progression from having a phone call i think and like so often if you're meeting guys that are like two miles away it's so easy for them to say oh we'll come over and then Mm. you know that's not like like if if that's what you're looking for that's fair enough yeah. but if that's not what you're looking for it is it does make it very easy for that to be so accessible exactly so i was going to say as well do you think um from what you hear about friends or whatever that tinder has changed mm. a lot since when you were using it i definitely think it's changed a lot like it's definitely more about like hooking up now rather than just dating like i don't like you've said to me oh like you can meet people on tinder and i'm like yeah but tinder's different now it's not it's yeah. not what it was six seven years ago or whatever where you could meet people and they were looking for like a genuine thing it is yeah so... i feel like a lot of the time now on tinder it's like one person's looking for the genuine thing the other person's looking for a hookup it's not you never seem to marry mm. the two together they never but you never seem to be find someone who's looking for the same thing and so few people on there i feel like they they feel like they can't be honest about what they are looking for so everyone mm. kind of gives like a like a homogenized answer where they feel like if they say oh well i'm just looking to date or something that could mean oh i'm looking to casually okay. pick up, or mm. i'm looking for someone to potentially like settle down with and marry but no one yeah. wants to give a serious answer because they feel like both ends of the spectrum are so judged they can't really give an answer but and i would just say like it's become a lot more complicated like online dating as general has become so complicated dating in general some become so complicated like oh, geez, it's terrifying i don't even really understand it like to me seeing someone is like you're dating like you're in a relationship honestly i just don't understand the different grades of it like if i'm talking to someone and i'm not talking to anyone else then like you're my boyfriend like that in my head if we're not speaking to anyone else then you are my boyfriend so yeah i have this now with the guy that i'm um dating at the moment and like we've been together for a year and a half but there's a real difference in who thinks like in when we think we started being official because i'd say mm. like well we went on a date in march so that mm. was when we started dating and he goes well no yeah. because you only asked me to be your boyfriend properly in what may or something april Oh my um, God, yeah. but by that point I've, i was like well i'm not talking to other people and mm. as far as i'm concerned we're together we're going on dates every weekend and stuff like that like you're my boyfriend but yeah, i really don't get that like when my friends not so much you because you're like settled but like when my other friends who are like saying like oh yeah i've been dating this guy for like three months or something and i'm like what like you've been going out with him for three months like why are you not boyfriend girlfriend yet i don't see why it takes so long but then on the flip side of that i do think like it's it some people get on into relationships very quickly and they don't know who they're getting into a relationship with yeah that's true but i don't really know what the answer to that is i mean hang out beforehand and work mm. out this person is actually the person that you want to be in a relationship with i don't know it's just a tricky one isn't it i just feel like dating has changed so much yeah it is crazy it is a mad world i think for dating yeah and then my final question for you was so you were the person who introduced me to dating apps through tinder sorry about that <laughs> yeah i'd just like to personally blame you for all of the trauma heartache <laughs> gonna need to pay for my therapy <laughs> oh god i can't even pay for my own therapy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was gonna say is there any tips or tricks you learned staying safe but you've kind of answered that already and i put a note saying please no inappropriate tricks or tips here <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've been inappropriate i think i've been no, quite well behaved thank you very much <laughs> so yeah i kind of feel like you answered that already to be honest oh good so um yeah i think imparting that knowledge on our listeners seems like a pretty good place to wrap up today's episode yeah yeah i would say so thank you for having me on thank you for listening to the first episode of tinderella tales with me your host and uh thank you to my tinder godmother ellie for joining me and guest starring on the podcast today 
it has been a pleasure yeah we hope that today's episode has given you some healthy tips on using online dating apps safely and obviously ellie's come out with some really good tips as well on like making right. people know where you are and not putting yourselves in positions of danger and things like that um so i'll be back next week with another episode and then head over to spotify or apple Podcasts to give us a five-star rating and follow uh you can find me on instagram at at my name is geordie underscore because i couldn't be creative enough to get in there first and not have to have an underscore after it um or the tinderella tales instagram at at tinderella tales podcast 